Hello. Hello. We're back. <laughs> We're back and better than ever. Matcha Diaries girlies are reunited. The OG duo <laughs> is back. I'm sorry that Leo's mom is not here with us today. I know she's <laughs> a very beloved guest on the episode. It's not here with us today sounds really tragic. Just to clarify, my mother is still alive and well. She is the in fact the that next your brain room. went that way. <laughs> yeah, she's she's just because uh, I'm sorry, yeah. but not here with us today. Sounds let's let's delete that because I don't want that to sound. I don't want to manifest that into the universe. Let's just say we wish that she was in this episode, but sometimes the OG girls have to. <laughs> have to crack on and do what they do to crack on with things however we really enjoyed the advice cues that you guys sent in and we still have got some really good ones and we actually got some new ones in as well so we thought we'd just carry on with the theme we just had an advice christmas (laughs) also very important announcement before we get into the episode this is such a chaos chaotic beginning sorry but very important interlude is that we are gonna do I feel like now it's gonna become a tradition the sense that we want to do a 2022 wrap-up episode we did the same for 2021 where we had you guys send in like what is your what is one thing you learned in the last year so what is one thing you learned in 2022 has to be max two minutes long and please please send us in your like just a voice note of you kind of talking about what you've learned via our emails why did my voice just crack via <laughs> got too excited via our emails via our emails what is our email address car oh god do i even know it it's i don't want to say it wrong wait let me get it out the matcha diaries pod at gmail do we not have any docs or anything no i don't think so okay, yeah it's literally the matcha diaries pod at gmail.com yeah. so please please send us in your submissions basically what we're going to do and what we did last year which we literally loved it was like the highlight of the whole year yeah it was so special. So we just like talk about in the episode, we'll just talk about like our learnings from the year. And then we literally are literally, like, why am I finding it so difficult to speak? Then we're literally just going to edit together like all of your guys's voice notes. And yeah, it's going to be a special episode because I just think it's so sweet because then you get to hear like all of the different voices from like across the world. And yeah. for us, it's so special because then we get to hear your voices and, and get to like, yeah. It's a chance for everyone, yeah, exactly. It's also a chance for everyone on the pod to um, get to hear each other's voices and almost like get to meet in some way. So it'll be really nice. And submission deadline is going to be the 26th of December. I said 30th of of December on on Instagram, but I was lying because we're going to have to actually record before. So 26th of December, please send us in your voice notes. The sooner the better. And yeah, we're very, very excited. Should we get into our highs and lows of this episode? Which we haven't done in a while, so I'm excited. I miss our highs and lows. Yes. Do you want to kick it off? Oh, you want me to start? I do, I do. Oh, alrighty then. Okay, so my... Why am I talking like this? My... I don't know. I don't know, my dear. My high of this week is... Uh, really getting into the, like, Christmas slash birthday spirit, so... Um, Ed and I had like a cute date night where we celebrated my birthday. It was because we had last weekend our birthday celebration, me and my sister with Ed's family. So even though it was nice to have the whole family, Ed and I didn't really get a chance to have a little cute date night 
together. So we were supposed to go out for dinner, but then we were like, it's too freaking cold to go outside because you would have had to walk for like 20 minutes. So we're like, no, not the vibe. So we ended up just getting some like sushi and watching a Christmas movie, uh, which is the second half of my high, which is that I've really been embracing the cozy Christmas mood where Ed and I have literally like every night watched the Christmas movie. (laughs) Yay! With the Christmas tree. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's literally, it's been so much fun. Even though some of the movies have been so bad. But overall. Oh my god, okay. Can you do can you do a recap of your like three favorites and three like real bad ones? Oh my god. Uh maybe that's too many. I'll, but I'll <laughs> think of like two that I instantly didn't like didn't like. I didn't yeah. like I really didn't like I believe in Santa. I found it found it so cringe. No. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Can I tell you what bothered me about it? He, I watched it I yesterday. I feel like just he was we, I watched it yesterday. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, something was like wrong with his face. Uh, something was bothering me about it. Maybe he had like Botox or something. Like he I had don't know. foundation he looked... on, and it was like a different color to his neck. Like you oh, could just maybe tell... it was that. You could just tell that. Also, it was... her eyes were permanently like widened. Have in you shock. ever watched Shit's Creek? No. She reminded me of Is she in Alexa. That? No, she reminded me of like Alexa oh. from Shit's Creek. Yeah, she had very like scary eyes. Like the way she looked, I was like, "What is?" <laughs> yeah, it's very they were like, con- prominent. Like, he was eyes. constantly looking like a puppy dog. And she was constantly looking at him, like, so intensely. It's like someone Googled, like, how to look like you're in love. And, like, that's the facial expression <laughs> very having. creepy. Yeah, Another I just thing didn't that was like, bothering me. I didn't resonate with it that well. No, it was also so odd. Like, what adult still believes in Santa? But then it was, like, set in not, like, a magical world, you know? Like... Yeah, and even, like, the fact that he had, like, a Muslim friend that was, like, you know what, I still love you even though you're weird. But, like, I'll never agree with that side of you. <laughs> I was like, that's why, like why <laughs> it's just really weird and you know what i actually what actually did bother me i feel like they like included diversity as like oh these are the friends yeah like even her friend was like a black woman and it just seemed to me like they did it or like his best friend was like a muslim man and i it just seemed to me like they really wanted to get diversity it's in, almost but not like to tick enough a so to give like, yeah, yeah exactly included them and yeah not enough so to actually give them like decent roles with like actual complex like they weren't complex characters they were literally just like cookie cutter like the best friends you know and that was the it. typical like, like very comedic. much like stereotyping yeah yeah it wasn't and then at the end when they like zoomed out on the world it was literally only the u.s and i was like <laughs> okay that's like the only part of the world that matters i guess well that's <laughs> like... the one that i fell asleep in so i didn't get to that part but i don't even yeah. know how it ended like it was just so boring they literally they got engaged they were dating for like six months that's another thing i didn't get because like five months in and she was letting him like read bedtime books to to her kid and i was like genuinely though if you were dating someone for only five months you'd be a bit hesitant to get that if you don't really know where the relationship is going you would be quite hesitant to make him such a big part of the child's life i would at least she yeah she introduced him to the child at like two weeks i feel like yeah which is a bit much frick i can't remember the next uh the other one that I watched, but there was one I watched about... What about Angel Falls? <laughs> no, I, Ed, Ed refuses to watch that one. That was that was spectacularly bad as well. Was it? In the, in the same category of um, I Believe in Santa, I would say, of Ugh. badness. But it's even... It's, it's just funny because that guy is in it. What's his name? Chad Michael Murray, who's obviously like a classic in like the, Did the you 90s see the scene? Did stuff. you see the scene? Because I saw like... <laughs> Where are you <laughs> 
I saw like memes of people making fun because they wouldn't even give them ice skates to go on. Like it, you could genuinely tell it was fake. Like him just moving his body to get close to the edge. It's so bad. The worst thing about that movie was his fake accent. I I don't know what accent he was trying to put on. I don't know if he was pretending to be British or something. But he's so crazy. I was just like, what are you doing, Chad? Like face, and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh god. He was like, Like, he hardly speaks in that movie as well. He just like looks. And then speaks in a weird British accent, interchangeably. Very strange. Very, very strange. Uh, that's so freaking awkward. I don't like that. And she's from 90210. Well, the main I'm glad I didn't character. watch it then. By the way, if you're unfamiliar with these movie titles, these are like the Netflix Christmas movies that obviously they bring out like every year. Other new ones have included this year, The Noel Diary. <gasps> I love and... Noel Diary. Yeah, that was cute. That was... But that's also because they were genuinely good actors. Yeah, and the story was very interesting. Like f- yeah, for a agreed. Christmas movie, <laughs> it had it actually had something to be like. Oh, what is going on? Like you asked, you actually had to be kind of pay attention to what was happening. Um, my favorite new one was your your Christmas or mine. That was genuinely. <gasps> I watched that so as well, sweet. girl. Uh, I, I have a big one. crush on Atta, but what's his name? Atta. He's cute. He's cute. Aza Butterfield or something. Yeah. Uh, he's in sex education. I, I just love him. Yeah. I'm ha- like, he's my new cr- movie crush at the minute. <laughs> he's just, he's a really good actor. He plays, like, the, like, quirky, lovable, like, main character so well. Yeah. What? I, I really like that movie. And, I, and, and for a movie where, uh, it's about a relationship to some extent, the two main characters in a relationship are hardly in any scenes together so I think that's the funny element of it as well it's because it's about the families as well and I love when it's like a wholesome little family story I thought that was very sweet literally and you got to like unpack it a little bit like you actually couldn't see it coming I think the problem with I've seen so many TikToks about like Hallmark Christmas movies and it's just like big town city woman (laughs) Only loves her job and never has time for anything else until she is sent on a work trip to a small town to exploit XYZ and then she falls in love with wholesome, grounded, small town man (laughs) and falls in love in two days and realizes that she has been missing the true spirit of Christmas all this time and she quits her job. And moves home. Preferably, she used to date him. <laughs> You're saying a whole movie. The end. You're just narrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally like the plot of like every second Hallmark movie. Yeah, no, it literally And is. I have watched them all, so I'm saying this without any judgment. That is so true. I, I watched Love the Coopers recently as well. Have you seen that one? <gasps> no, have not watched that, it. It came out in 2015. It has Olivia Wilde in it, who is... Harry Styles' ex-girlfriend or current girlfriend? I don't know if they broke up. I don't keep up with <laughs> the drama. Um, but it was when... It, it, it was a good movie as well. Because it was almost... It was those types of movies where um, it's about one family, but, like, each person in the family has their own kind of storyline. Oh, and I love that. I love that. So it was, yeah, it was quite good. Is this on Netflix? It is on Netflix as well. It was very feel-good. Um, quite funny as well. Classic. So... I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, hated. I can't find the one that I hated, but it was so, so bad. Let me see if I... Did oh, it come out this year? I found it. It's called Christmas Under Wraps. It came out in 2014. Oh. Not watched that. I don't it think. is so bad. 
<laughs> to the point where I stopped it halfway through and I told Ed, can I just can I just do my Sudoku instead? I would rather play Sudo- uh, do Sudoku than watch that Christmas movie. So that is it. That's pretty bad. But yeah. Two other good recommendations I have is basically I found out because I used I watched this I think it's a show from Norway a Netflix show called I think Coming Home for Christmas is the English title it's basically about a woman who's 30 years old she's a nurse and she like always gets quizzed by her family because she's like the only one who doesn't have a partner doesn't have kids and she's like always sat like the the kids portion of the family of the of the table and then she makes up this lie that she actually does have a boyfriend and she's bringing him home for Christmas so and then the the whole series is about her having like 24 days to find a boyfriend pretty much so and then it's like her dating these different men and they're all like weird and and blah blah blah. um and it's super entertaining there's actually two series on it and then this year I watched a show which was called I Hate Christmas and it was set in Italy actually in Venice cute obviously had to watch it and I I really loved it but like halfway through the first episode I was like this plot is seeming awfully familiar (laughs) like I, I don't know. Basically, turns out it's a remake of the Norwegian oh, show, it? just in Italian. It's it's a little bit different, obviously, because like the characters are different, but the basic plot yeah. is the same. So, um, but I enjoy both, to be fair. Cute. Love how this has become a Christmas movie <laughs> recommendation segment. <laughs> and Dash and Lily is just an old time. Oh, da- I, I love that. I think that was one of yeah. the best things I've watched yeah. this year. Even Ed loved it. So it's so well it's done. It's a good thing to watch with your partner. Again, like, well. if there's good actors, like, it's, very it's enjoyable for everyone. Yeah. Like, Elf. Also, it's just really cute. Like, you, they were, Elf is really good as well. <laughs> I loved it. I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch Elf. That is very surprising, to be fair, considering you're a big Christmas person. You know, I've also never watched Home Alone. Yeah. <gasps> I know. I have to watch it this year, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, you have to it's so it. strange. I feel like I've watched, like, all of the new ones, but, like, a lot of the classic ones I'm haven't necessarily i think because i <laughs> want to take my time with them and i want to watch them with people yeah you will you have to let me know what you think i will home alone is a classic right milo <laughs> should i quickly say it yeah <laughs> it's literally just that even though it's like because everyone's like oh christmas math work has been like the most stressful week yeah. of just like needing to get everything done so it's we i mean Leo and i were talking about it earlier where it's almost like is this even worth it like all the hassle of Christmas and stuff, and then you just know that people are gonna be off, but you're still expected to get shit done. So it's just we don't stressful. mean it though. It is worth it. It is worth it, but not with everyone being off. And I say that being the one that's gonna take two weeks off <laughs> from Tuesday next week. So um, jealous. She's jealous, but yeah, those are my highs and lows. Right, it's been t- almost twenty minutes. Okay, Leo, your turn. Quick highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> quick that's a challenge for me okay I'm actually gonna keep it quick hi being home with family again back home which people know because I was with my mom in the last episode so that's been very wholesome if you haven't seen that episode go watch it it's such a good episode you can't watch it but you can listen to it sorry go listen to it it's such a good episode (laughs) and actually yeah just reading having like wholesome routines I I love when I'm home then my low same as Cara it's just work has been a lot and I feel like my brain just feels very busy. Like, there just feels a lot to be juggling. And I, I now get why, like, adults are never as relaxed as, like, kids on Christmas. Because yeah. there's so many things I want to do. I'm so upset. Like, I literally just want to, like, play in the snow, go for long walks, bake Christmas cookies, <laughs> do a 
like have a Christmas checklist, watch all of the have a Christmas movie marathon, read all my Christmas books. There's just not big gingerbread houses, (laughs) big festive cocktails, and instead I'm here like I literally have to work like for context it's ten to eleven on a Friday night, and I literally will have to work after we end this recording. Like that is my actual reality. The most Christmassy thing I've done today is to be fair, I went for tea time with my mum. And I've been watching Christmas ambiance videos and I've been listening to Christmas music <laughs> nonstop. She's trying, but guys. She's trying. That's like the reality, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and and not only is work super busy, I guess, even like the podcast we've been doing quite a lot, which is great. But I just, I always have that thing of like, I feel like I'm I'm not spending enough energy on each of my things, like each of my cups. You yeah, know, and everything like, you do, you still feel like it's not... Yeah, like, it's not as much as you want to be putting in each exactly. of those things because there's so many. Same with like friends and family. I wish I had more time for them whilst I'm home. I mean, I'm I'm glad that we're gonna be off, and I think we're also gonna try and take some solid days off from like anything, like even yeah. podcast related and stuff, just for to have like a bit of a break mentally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for of that, I feel like I I could probably be doing more. Like tonight, we were supposed to watch a Christmas movie, and you know now I. I'm, and now I'm no, talking I'm to Cara. Oh, my life. <laughs> Fuck, fuck's sake. No, my I'm life. joking. Um, no, me and Cara were also overdue a catch up, so it wasn't. Yeah, important. we were. This was also. Yeah, we've been calling for like a few hours already. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and then yeah, basically that's probably it. But I'm still very excited for this like whole time of year. I I just wish yeah. it was longer. Every time I'm like, oh my god, please don't be over yet. It it goes by so quickly. So quickly. And then yeah, we'll... February and March stretch out like chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just so long. Angry Leo's coming out being like, why does February have to exist? My God. Like, what is that awkward winter before springtime? Nothing, nothing exciting happens in there. <laughs> that's why I think they put Valentine's in there to just like have something. Yeah, to be like, you that's know what? The... Here's a bit of love. That's the only thing. Like, tell me one exciting event that happens in, like, February, March. I cannot think of anything. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I think this gonna... is the first time we're both negative on the podcast about <laughs> something. <laughs> That's going to have to be a challenge. Maybe in Feb, March, we're going to have to... We just have to We're going to have to find a way to, yeah. to make some really cute, like, content or challenges around it. Because we were saying we're going to try and do, like, a challenge in the new year to keep us accountable with some good habits and stuff we're obviously gonna have to do like a resolutions episode as well yeah we're planning that that's been like we've had two of those now so should be our third it's our tradition (laughs) our podcast traditions (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into this episode Yes. Okay, so yeah, it's part it's part two of the advice type episode that Leo recorded with her mom. And we're just going to go through a bit of the longer ones, which we've gotten, and then a few more of the f- funny, juicy questions. Yeah. <laughs> right, do you want to read the first? No, do you want to read them? Because I'm recording on my phone. So if I, if I pick up my phone, it's, I think the audio is going to be a bit wonky. Oh my god, Leo. You're, oh, you're recording from your phone? Yeah. Do you see the microphone anywhere? All right, sassy Leo. <laughs> <laughs> sassy 
that right? I feel like you just verbally sent me that meme with the the hey you drop this with the brain. <laughs> 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 hey, you right. dropped this. I'm gonna read it then. Okay. <laughs> So we got this message, which first of all, thank you so much for sending it out to us. And this is the, by the way, this is the first time we're reading this message. Yeah. So sorry so, if our advice is a bit bad. But yeah, we're reacting on the spot to like Yeah, instant. you're getting our first and, reactions. Exactly. So this says, hey, I just listened to your newest podcast episode with your mom. One of my friends actually sent in her situation and I'd love to hear the advice that you had for her. So much that I thought I could need some motherly and sisterly advice too, since I can't talk with my family about it. Unfortunately, you're not getting motherly advice. <laughs> I can ask my mother about it too, though. I'll ask her yeah, for her opinion after this. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be down to like send a voice note or something. Yeah, as well for sure. Um, okay, so it says, So I'm gay and I've known this one guy for like a year now, but we were just on a hello basis, never talked. I'd always just admire him because he's pretty and I always felt like he admired me as well. But the last three months I got to know him more, going out on the weekends together in a smaller group, talking when we see each other, when we're out in different groups. And he suddenly started to be so interested in me and giving me compliments like how beautiful and cute I am, how incredible I smell, or just how he loves to talk to me. But it didn't stop there. On days where we were out together as a group, he wouldn't let me spend any money on drinks, no matter what he'd always pay for me. One time, he even interrupted my conversation with my best friend, where I was telling him that I don't have any cash on me and he'd need to give me cash for the clubs we wanted to go in and that I'll send him the money right away. And then the guy interrupted us and said that he will take care of it and that I don't need to worry. On nights that I didn't want to stay as long and then did go home, he'd literally beg me to stay and that he wants me with him to stay. But that wasn't all it. He had a girlfriend for all that time, like two years, but two or three weeks ago, they broke up. He broke up with her actually, but I don't know the reason since he never told me. He didn't want to talk about it. So this guy is straight, not openly gay or bi or anything, but I am openly gay and everyone knows it. We started having a daily connection on Snapchat, but not that cringy type of Snapchat connection. We're sending each other videos where we talk about our day, something that happened, or just personal things. So we're talking 24-7. And I tried to make it him clear I like him in ways of how I look at him and how I talk to him and what I say. And every time I say something risky, he tells me I'm so cute and stuff. <sighs> and another thing is one of his friends is close with one of my friends. His friend asked my guy what we are always texting texting about since I'm always coming up on his phone notifications and stuff and he told him that I give him great advice about the breakup and that I've helped him so well. I heard that from my friend and I was shocked. It's a complete lie. He doesn't even talk to me about the situation with his, his now ex-girlfriend so I don't know what's going on and what I should do. I do kind of feel like it's a waste of time with him because I feel like he wouldn't accept himself being bisexual but the hopeless romantic in me is so driven to the possibility that I can't cut him off, even though I guess I'm going to be broken if this situation doesn't end well. Oh, God. This is such a difficult situation. Yeah. Many I, thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I do think if you do feel a, a connection with that person and you feel like they're attracted to you chances and that they are giving you that attention, chances are what you're feeling is true yeah like it's i think it's really hard to confuse those signals um 
from someone and attraction and like connection it's it's so easy to spot like once you feel that with someone it's it's just the way it is you know so I don't from the way you've described the way that he reacts to you talking and like the way he wants you to stay out longer and how he looks at you and things like that then doesn't seem to me that the question is if he likes you or not it's more like what he's willing to do with that information yeah is he willing to admit it to himself let alone like to other people it's so interesting because definitely like objectively like just listening to I guess like the facts of what he's done and what is happening now um that doesn't sound like just friendship to me no like offering to pay for everything you know, because I feel like begging you to stay out and stuff like that could, I, I, I do that to a friend and, you know, et cetera, but telling them that, like, they smell good, that they're cute, that they're beautiful, like, I definitely think, especially, like, if, if obviously he's very aware that you're gay, then yeah. I feel like if he didn't want it to come across in a specific way, he'd probably be a bit more careful with his wording, you know, to, yeah, to not exactly. lead you on. And if he's actually, like, you know, s- say that you for example asked him about his feelings or or asked him like confronted the situation he was like well I you know you've misinterpreted this I've never you know given you signals then he's definitely like lying to himself because he's definitely (laughs) giving you those signals especially like even like the snapchatting like 24 7 like you know and and him not shutting things down yeah I think you've done the right thing exactly you've done the right thing of kind of like you know, you're testing out the waters a little bit of like, you know, sending certain stuff and like to see how he reacts. And I feel like if, if it was like, I guess the others, the, like if I had to put myself in those shoes and I had a friend that was like openly bi or lesbian and, you know, we were then texting 24 seven and she maybe said certain things to me, you know, if I, if I felt like, oh, maybe she's getting the wrong picture, I feel like I'd, I'd have to just like, not shut it down, but I'd just be like, oh, by the way, I just want to clarify that, you know, just to make sure that you're not getting the wrong idea. He's clearly yeah. not doing that. Like, he's he, he knows what he is doing, but he clearly also doesn't want his friends to know that, you know, which yeah. which that is tricky for obviously a situation yeah. for you to be and in. And also, we don't we don't fully know, like, his thoughts and his side and what he's going through. And from this message with you saying that, like, He's been with someone for two mm. years and like it's been three weeks since they broke up. True, that's not a long time span at all. That's not a long time. So he's probably trying to like understand like he's just getting over someone and he's having these new yeah. feelings. So he's probably trying to figure out like what the heck am I doing, you know, which is obviously not the best situation for you to be in when you're when you're so clear about like what you want yeah. from that person. But my advice would be to just like give it give it time or like communicate from your side like be straight up with them be like listen I, I'm feeling this connection between us I really like you like is that something you'd want to explore and then you never know he might literally just be like listen I'm feeling it too but I have a lot of things to to you know figure out at the minute I'm like getting over someone I'm going through a breakup like I don't think it's the best time and I feel like that transparency and like open communication will be the best thing because then you'll know where where his head is at you know where your head yeah. is at and it's just clear. I also want to say, like, I think it's so... I obviously don't know how old you are, but I think it's really amazing that obviously you are very open about your sexuality and everything. And I think that's great. And I think you need to know for yourself if, you know, being with somebody or having feelings with someone, like, even if he does reciprocate them with someone who's not 
out yet or who isn't comfortable with their sexuality yet if if that's something like will that set you back you know will you feel yeah. like if if he feels I don't know whatever feelings he's feeling around that like potentially like feelings of like insecurity or shame or like not yeah. being able to talk about you or like whatever's going on between you guys with his friends like is that gonna make you you know feel a certain way or, or feel bad about yeah because that's so hard to to yeah have to feel you know when you're and with you shouldn't have to feel yeah, that way not something you know? that you should have to put up with at all exactly um, like so I think it's something where I guess it's just something to bear in mind I I, I agree I think there's nothing you you can't know anything either way unless you speak to him about it so I think it's good you've like been dropping some hints you know I don't feel like this should come as a surprise to him like it's kind of been leading up to yeah you know at some point someone has to address the elephant in the room exactly if it's not going to be he- him if he instantly replies in like denial of like, oh, how can you take it that way? I never meant whatever. That's then that person. That's, that's your clearly answer. Not someone. He's not that ready. Is red- Even if they are like having those feelings, they're clearly not ready. Yeah. To admit them to themselves. So that's definitely not someone that you want, you know, to be with. And you're you're right in the sense that actually that might just be more heartache for you in that moment than just making that decision of like that person's not. I'm not ready to. Yeah. You know, to have to deal with that. So. And I feel like either way, like, yeah, I feel like you have to, like, I don't know if you guys ever see each other in person, um, and if you feel like it would be worth maybe seeing each other in person, but I also understand that that could pay, maybe be quite, like, daunting as well. So yeah. if you guys have been communicating on Snapchat, and, like, that's been working really well, like, you know, maybe it's something which you can bring up on Snapchat, or on, like, a video, like, if you guys want to, like, video call one of these days or something. Um yeah. Or even, like, in a big group, like, because you said they hang out in, like, big groups and stuff. So even if is there is, like, a little moment that you can pull them aside and be like, I've been, I've noticed that there's some, like, whatever between us, some connection or, or I just straight up being like, I like you, I've enjoyed getting to know you more the past yeah. few months, whatever, where's your head at, you know, it's nice. To- I'm making it very clear that, like, you know, if, if he doesn't feel the same way or if he... Or if he doesn't, you know, want to proceed in that direction, that like, you're you're going to be fine. Like, it's no problem for you to kind of back off. You just kind of want to see yeah. where's his head at so that you can then decide, do you want to actually invest more of your, like, energy and feelings and emotions into this guy? Or is it better for you to, like, distance yourself? And, and then exactly. accordingly, like, depending on his reaction, decide, you know, how will you act around him in future? You know, is it still, could you still be friends with him or or do you have to distance yourself for a while like I think either option is fine and I feel like just know that what you're feeling is definitely validated in the sense that you know he's definitely giving you a lot of signals and I feel like it's a must have been very confusing especially when he was acting that way towards you while he was still in a relationship (laughs) with a girl that's yeah that's so confusing, isn't it? I'm I'm very thankful that he's broken up with his girlfriend. But it seems like he clearly is confused, you know, like or yeah. going through some, like trying to understand himself and the yeah. situation. Um, so you never know as well. Like he might just need a, a friend more than anything at this moment because I feel like that is such a hard situation to go through, especially after a breakup. You know. Yeah. But as always, I feel like just like being honest about your own feelings is always, I feel like, the best policy. And then you know you're yeah. giving your your heart the space to express itself, but also not putting pressure on the other person. Obviously, understanding his situation because even if, even if it was super clear and he was he was out and he was gay, and you knew that as well, or he was bi, even then, like if he's just out of a relationship, like you know, you never know if they're even 
ready to start something new even if it's just like starting to like date and and kind of chat to someone romantically again like three weeks or a month is a very even for you you know it's just to be aware that obviously people out of relationships it's just it can be something tricky to go down like because you never know if you know you could get yourself caught in a bit of a messy situation which could be hurtful to you but I I feel like you're aware of it as well like I think you know that this is obviously not gonna be the most probably smooth sailing situation yeah so you just you just have to think is is that something like you're willing to go through I guess yeah I it (laughs) sounds like you definitely like the guy I mean after this many like days of communicating so much there's obviously feelings involved so yeah and sometimes it is worth it like relationships do start a bit tricky and like there is a bit of the confusing back and forth yeah. of like, what is this? What, you know, but if it is the right person, it, it all ends up working out, you know, um, but even if it's, there is even if it's not like, it doesn't mean that if it doesn't work out with him, that this was like for nothing or that like you gave yourself heartache over nothing. Like, I no. feel like it's just you honoring your emotions and, and kind of, yeah, even, I mean, it, it can also just be fun. Like that kind of phase of just like flirting to someone, talking to someone every day. Like that's also just like an exciting stage. Like, yeah. And I think sometimes it can be overshadowed by the the questioning and the wondering if and... The what are we? Exactly. But I <laughs> yeah. would also say just enjoy try it and enjoy moment. it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously yeah. your situation is a little bit trickier because there's so much less defined because it's just, you know, he's not voiced anything clearly. So that obviously adds a little bit of like an added dimension. But yeah, I feel like you've done everything you could up to this point. And I think now it's just about playing your cards maybe even more openly on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even that you more can than still... what you've already been doing. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, props to you. Um, I feel yeah. like, but yeah, so that you can still make like a semi-smooth exit <laughs> before it's like, you know, before. And I feel like especially the finding out via friends route, you know, I think what what would be so hurtful was like if then a couple weeks or months down the line then like I don't know he communicated something to your to his friend that then would come to your friend that would then hurt you and you know like yeah especially when he's already kind of like not telling the truth yeah he's he's clearly lying to some extent probably to just you know protect himself or like protect what he feels like he has to protect this certain image of of who he is to his friends um yeah but again that's not something that you should have to be subjected to you know or should have to just take just because you have a connection with someone so yeah and again no matter how hard it is sometimes to find a connection with someone there will be more people that you will have a connection with that will be proud to be messaging you in a romantic and and flirty way and won't, won't like won't feel like they have to hide it yeah keep us posted though on what happens please do please please do should i read the next one yes read the next one okay so this says hi guys first of all i love your podcast so much thank you thank you The situation that I wanted advice on is not really having a friend group in school and I feel like all my other friends have other friend groups, which makes me feel inferior compared to their other friends. 
I really only have two close friends in school, but I'm always so paranoid that they don't feel the same way and that they live uh, and that they like their other friends better. I've always felt this way because I've never been good at making friends. Also, I used to have a best friend, but a few months ago we kind of had a conflict and basically I was feeling left out because I didn't have a friend group to go to homecoming with and neither of us dealt with it very well. This was my insecurity, loneliness and attachment since I don't have many friends, so I cling on to them. I think I just don't know how to be a good friend because I can be overly emotional, but I'm also really bad at expressing my emotions and showing people that I care about them. Aww. That's so hard. (laughs) Yeah, that's so difficult. I definitely relate to, like, different elements of your story as well. Yeah. I think that's that's the thing when I was reading it as well I was like this is such a relatable story like yeah I think everyone goes through this feeling of when you do have friends it's it's you're and they have other friends it's always yeah. that thing of like you know, trying to compare your relationship with them to their mm. relationship with their other friends and I mean the most <laughs> it's almost like how what good does it do comparing you know because let's say they have a really good friendship with someone else that doesn't really take away how good your friendship is with them you know and yeah. it shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel like you're competing for their attention or competing for their time um but i think it's i think it's really good that you've like noticed that that's an insecurity of yours and that yeah. you do get emotional and almost like you know you want to be the best friend and you kind of you once you do have that close friend you get really attached to them um and that you find it hard to express yourself and, and showing people that you care about them. And it's almost like it comes across as you kind of getting attached. <laughs> but I think no, like knowing that is really good. Because I think that's really hard to like to just sit there and be like, I know it's because I get attached. <laughs> the one thing I would say is like, I mean, like, let's let's look at our friendship, like me and Leo. Leo has so many friendship groups and like. I'm like she's introduced me to to those friendship groups and like yes I'm friends with them but like they're still kind of your friendship group um but I think when you do have like trust in that person and like you know what where your relationship stands with them that insecurity goes away because you know how much you mean to that person maybe that's the thing that you need that 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 your current friends aren't giving you is that like reassurance of like how much you mean to them and like what value you add to their friendships and people underestimate how important like hearing those words are um so i don't know how how you can communicate that to them without being like tell me how important i am <laughs> i think you can initiate it like yeah. i think for example especially if, if you were saying that maybe you aren't the best at communicating how much people mean to you and instead you maybe express it in like the wrong ways which might actually end potentially pushing them away yeah I think one way to do it is to I feel like like that can never go wrong like just sending someone like an appreciative message of just being like by the way I just wanted to let you know like how important you are to me and how much I value your friendship and maybe you know telling them a couple of examples of like where they've been there for you or what you appreciate about them like that's such a sweet thing and I don't think that could ever go down the wrong route like no one would be unhappy (laughs) getting that message like that's only gonna make them happy and best case scenario they're then also gonna potentially let you know like how much they also care about you I mean obviously your primary purpose shouldn't be just to get get that back (laughs) but I think it can maybe it can open a nice exchange of of you know friendship bonding or I mean even better as well to do that in person obviously but Again, yeah. depends on like how comfortable you are with taking that step. If if that's not something that you're maybe naturally like 
comfortable in doing or but I think that's just always like such a lovely thing to do just and I feel like I definitely want to do that even even more you know just always letting people know like how much you appreciate them and yeah yeah another thing I wanted to say is the friendship group thing especially in school because I definitely felt this way in school yeah I just felt like I didn't and I think probably from the outside it looked like I did have a friendship group at at like different points but I never felt like and again I probably had a couple of friends that like sat outside the quote-unquote group but I never felt like part of a group or, or part of something really like where I had like a sense of belonging and a sense of togetherness yeah and a sense of you know that feeling that what you like watching in movies etc like we've spoken about this on different episodes but I remember especially at school and even at uni just like feeling like I should have this group and I should have this group which I see every day and I'm messaging all the time and we are just you know so close and and I just I I really didn't have it and I definitely felt like it was because I was doing something wrong because everyone else seemed to have it and everyone else seemed to find it so easy yeah and that can be really difficult especially being friends with people who are in those groups but then at least what my experience has been is just that first of all I think I needed to do a little bit more yeah growing in myself which it sounds like you want to do the same of just like getting to know yourself a bit better being able to like express who you really are and how you want to appear in friendships because same with me I feel like I wasn't the best friend I could be either in those situations so I do think like you have to grow a little bit in yourself to be the best friend who like you could be and some of those friends of like I still have but our friendships is actually like a lot better than it than it used to be and then it's taken me honestly like until probably like last year to genuinely find a group of people yeah. where I feel like I really connect with them and I feel very at home and, and and safe and secure and but again it's not just that it's just a group like I feel like I don't know why in movies it always makes it seem like you only have one friendship group. Like, reality is so different. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I wouldn't say now I have one friendship group. Like, I'm... Yeah, I kind of, like, move about. <laughs> and like Yeah, you have, like, an amalgamation of people. Yeah. Like, everyone does. You just accumulate them from, like, different walks yeah, of life. Yeah, exactly. And, like different and sometimes places. you can combine, like, different friends that you know. You yeah. Know? Um, and, like, some... Like, I've... I mean, one of my experiences recently is, like, I've tried to conv- combine like two sets of friends to create one group and like they just did not get on (laughs) so (laughs) sometimes it's just sometimes it's not meant to be like to have this like one not that it's not meant to be but sometimes that that's just not like realistic to the situation that you're in and I think that's something that you're saying you know that it only took you till now to kind of find that those people that you have connections with with we talk about this all the time is like at school you're you're kind of like forced into a classroom with like 30 other people or whoever chances are you're not gonna get on with all of them and if if you are finding those few friends that you actually do connect with but you don't like there's not one group that is like it's easy to connect with that that's not a you problem sometimes it's just it just means that the people that you're surrounded with aren't like on that level I think that's the thing as well it's it's like with the other question when there is a, a friendship connection you just know you know it like it it should feel easy it shouldn't be like oh I need to be part of this group how do I fit in you know so like chasing it almost yeah exactly so sometimes and like that might not be a helpful answer to just be like (laughs) maybe the people you're with aren't you know friend group worthy but that might just be it you know like you haven't found those group of people that you genuinely feel like you can 
that fully embraced you and the value that you have as a as a friendship and then vice versa um, yeah I I feel like school is just also the worst place for that because there's very few places yeah I think it's the only it's so place cliquey. in life where you're yeah and you're so confronted with everyone's groups of people all the time yeah like even it's just literally never about like it, you know it's n- in yeah, real life it's never again not that school <laughs> isn't like, real life but you're in class and then literally in break time you have to like decide you go like, into which little... group of people yeah. yeah you're gonna hang out with or go to like the cafeteria with or go to it's just it's very it's very interesting and you see it all the time around you so yeah. you're very aware so of i don't blame you who for... your friends are hanging out with yeah. or and everything is so amplified and intensified and i feel like social media would make it even worse to like maybe be able to see what your friends are doing with maybe a friendship group that you're not part of after school yeah i can only imagine because thank god it like i think instagram only just started when i was in school um i had that though i remember really yeah i invited my my best friend at the time to my birthday party and she said she she was like oh well i can try make it i might just be late whatever and then i saw from that this is when i'm pretty sure like it's either instagram or snapchat started about but i remember seeing like snaps of her with like the popular friendship group so she ditched my birthday party to go hang out with the popular friendship group which was obviously imagine like a little like i was so young as well i was devastated and she came back she came late and i remember just like going into another bedroom just like crying and stuff it's so confronting at that age you know when you're just like yeah you start to think as well like why why does that person want to hang out with them and not me and like and like it's so easy to fall into those thought processes um especially rejection in like its purest form and i think that's why it's so painful like it feels like a rejection of like who you are no i know and especially when you've said you've just uh like you've recently kind of fell out with your best friend and you know that that's that's and it's an insecurity of yours to be lonely and stuff so obviously that's why this hurts probably so much more you know because you're probably clinging on to other friendships because of it more but again it sounds like you kind of know that maybe you're overcompensating in certain areas because of your insecurities yeah question that i also have around your best friend um is there a potential for you guys to like reconnect and and maybe like speak about things again um maybe with like a little bit of distance in between like the situation because it sounds like you both reacted in a way that maybe wasn't it seems ideal. like it was and, a like a miscommunication <laughs> over like yeah. something like home and like coming. emotions getting heated which like they so often do you know and you often will like say things in those scenarios which like you don't really mean or you know yeah. you regret afterwards and, and chances are she's feeling the same and chances are she's missing you as well and yeah. maybe you know it just takes one person to like make the first move and yeah or even if she doesn't realize it again. now you know because I've, I've also yeah. had that as well with, um, like, my sister's friendship groups where, like, she fell out with her best friends. And, like, they properly started to bully her uh, afterwards. Like, it literally was, like, best friend turned into bully. Oh, God. Horrible situation. But, like, years later, they came back and they were like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I'm genuinely so sorry. So even if they don't realize it at the moment, you know. I think... Because yeah. c- you said, like, going to ho- homecoming and stuff. So I'm guessing you're, like in the final years of school but like at that age people sometimes say hurtful things like you're still trying to figure out who you want to be like what part of you know what where do you belong all those things so it's a lot of everyone's figuring out who they are and sometimes it can hurt other people along the way so I think just be kind and patient with yourself and like just the fact that you want this you know like you want 
to show people how much you love them and stuff you, that makes you a good friend just yeah. like blatantly I think it is really good that you're trying to shift the way you act and and maybe just like become a bit more aware of your actions or maybe a bit more intentional with like how you're appearing in your friendships so maybe you can even like I want to actually do this with a specific area in my life well it's like I can just say I I, (laughs) it sounds so dramatic I basically want to write it down in terms of like me being a manager now I I had a coaching session today and she was saying like my homework is for me to write down all of the things so first of all she made me do a list of like all the traits that I feel like good managers have. So in your case, write down all the traits that you feel like good friends have or good friend that could be good friends that you've experienced, good friends that you've seen in TV, good friends that maybe your your parents have, etc. Like what are traits that they have? What are things that they do for the other person? And then make a list of things. What are some things that like you already do, which you feel like are a good friend? And then what are some things that you feel like could be improved or some things that you want to work on. And then lastly, a list of traits that you really want to embody in the future. Like what, you know, you in a couple months, you know, what, what kind of friend do you want to be? Um, And then I feel like even just like writing it down makes it a little bit more clear and gives you something to like work towards or even just like, yeah, I think it creates awareness. And I definitely believe in just like the power of writing things down, the power of like your mind focusing on, and you won't potentially notice changes, obviously, like from like one week to another, but over time, you know, I think you definitely will. And I think it just sometimes just takes setting that intention and just realizing that maybe something needs to change just for your own, not saying that you are a bad friend now at all, but clearly something is making you unhappy at the moment yeah Um, I mean another thing I noticed as well is because you were saying um that you're always questioning like do they like me do they see me as like just important as how I see them in my life and stuff so Mm. so maybe that's a big element of it it's like do you know your worth in that friendship like do you know how valuable you are I feel like once you truly and it's really a really hard topic and no one really like everyone goes through moments of like self-doubt and like you know deprecating comments I'm a queen of it uh but (laughs) knowing knowing your worth and like what you bring to the table will help you change your mindset of you of you know if they don't see me as that important then that's their loss rather than like your loss you know and I think that's maybe the, the key thing as well so with those kind of prompts that um leo was talking about also try use it as a way to be like you know what do i bring to the table and like yeah already you know like how how yeah how do i add value already yeah 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 that's so true because i feel like a key part of at least for me to like having better friendships was for me to become a bit more confident in who i am and like realize i'm not saying that i'm perfect because i definitely have like i feel like self-worth and and confidence are probably like things that I definitely still really want to work on but I feel like once I worked on it more it made me be able to have better friendships because I was just like appearing more authentically and like less afraid to just be myself and I think yeah, exactly. before that I was trying so hard to subconsciously like I wasn't doing this consciously I don't think but I was trying so hard to be someone who I thought they would like yeah you or... change yourself to fit in yeah or like again like you were saying like thinking about do they like me or you know overthinking those aspects and I think when you let go of that again I think it's a slower process like it takes time 
but then it's almost like imperceptibly you will start showing up more as yourself and by doing so you're gonna attract those people who connect with like who you actually are and then you're not gonna have those thoughts anymore or those questions like because I feel like with a friendship that is that is true and that is secure you shouldn't have to ask yourself that because it's just so clear in how you guys communicate that you just value each other so much yeah again that's also like with age though because I I mean that sound I don't want it to sound like condescending and like oh you're like mature and then you'll realize like I don't mean it to come across in that way but I I feel like that sometimes even when you're still when you're in school like equally your friends haven't learned to communicate properly how they appreciate you and what you mean to them because they're still trying to figure out who they are and just trying to fit in and like survive the school system exactly you know like it's a really difficult time to be a human yeah I think and those conversations like just to stress again like how important those conversations are it made me remember do you know when we went we had like a walk to the cafe and we literally just like yeah the day of the park we were literally talking about this like we were we probably had like 30 or 40 minutes of us telling each other how much we mean to each other and then it like it brought up that conversation in me where I was like well I don't sometimes I I find it hard to believe like when you say like how important I am Mm. to you I start to doubt it and then and then that made me realize you know like yes this friendship is true and it's authentic but as long as I don't believe like see my worth and stuff I will never believe that so that's kind of what I it made me realize that's what I need to address like to further strengthen our friendship as well so I can truly kind of trust not that I don't trust in us but you know like it really does support that element of of it so I agree thank you so much for you know sending this question in because again I think a lot of people will be able to see themselves in like different aspects I mean yeah you've made me think a lot about like my situation yeah. as well so I think it's really great um and hopefully yeah sorry if we did that thing we're like make it about your us. problem to ours <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds, sounds about that but hopefully it also <laughs> just like you know created some questions for you to just like think about you know yeah. like we may not have had the perfect answer but hopefully it just made you kind of think yeah. about your situation so. and just remember that school is yeah it's a very specific time bubble and every things will change a lot and I you will change a lot your friendships will change a lot for the better I am very very sure of it and you're only going to continue to grow and if you are feeling like you know you know you find it hard to reconnect with your best friend and those friendships in school don't feel like you're still continuously questioning them then maybe it's also something where like you could look outside of school to maybe find um you know some other people that you connect with via like passions that you have or hobbies or you know I feel like that's also maybe a good way where you can like build your confidence up a little bit with friendship socializing which is a bit less daunting because you don't have to see them every day so it's a bit less scary so you could like remove yourself out of that situation e.g a a drama club that you join or a choir or whatever it would be (laughs) sorry (laughs) for example next one which I'm dreading (laughs) (laughs) okay we're now gonna answer a couple of your shorter ones that were submitted via our question box (laughs) Leah gave me a preview earlier and I was like oh god I don't want to answer this (laughs) okay first one I am slowly falling out of attraction to my boyfriend I don't know what to do slash if it's maybe normal I also stopped the pill and we don't see each other as often anymore I don't know what to do about it and it stresses me out I still have a lot of love for him Okay, was that long distance or long term relationship? I think what just long term relationship. 
I mean, I don't, okay. she doesn't give detail on how long they've been together. Yeah. I mean, Ed and I recorded an episode uh, recently about like what it's like to be in a long term relationship where we kind of address, you know, how to keep the magic or like, is it normal yeah. to kind of lose the spark? And like, how does a relationship change when it's out of the honeymoon phase? I think we titled the episode like yeah. what comes after the honeymoon phase. Um, and I, I think we were quite like honest in that episode as well. Um, so definitely give that a listen <laughs> if you want to hear like genuinely from a relationship point of view um I think it's completely natural to like lose that like I always say it almost like it's the lustful connection that you get at the beginning it's almost like I really want this you know it's, it feels very mm-hmm. like animalistic of like and it's fun and it's new and it's novel and like that just feels very different to what it's like you know in my example five years later when when my attraction is more like love and like security and like safe it comes from like it's like a safe attraction you know I'm attracted to how safe I feel in this relationship and things like that like I just think it so like the emotions over time you feel with him or to him towards him yeah yeah exactly um but I also think it depends on you as a person and like how important that attraction is in the relationship um because for some people it is a big part and like even as time goes on like that is a key you know those relations that you have it's like a key thing um that is very valuable so it, it's almost something that you have to address as well like if you're questioning oh I'm not attracted to him in that way anymore but like how bad do you want it you know like are you going to accept that that is how it's changing um but you and you said you still feel love for him so it's almost like you have to question to yourself like is that enough like Yes, it feels different, but is it, am I still happy and, like, content with what our relationship is like now, you know? Yeah. I feel like... It's just very tricky. I'm very glad that you gave your perspective because I have a slightly different experience, I guess, with falling out of attraction. So I feel like it's good we have your take, which is very much, which just shows it's very normal to fall or to, to lose that certain initial lust attraction that you have for each other and that like physical chemistry and like desire you feel for the other person I think that obviously is going to change over time like there's no way that you'd feel that after like five ten years you know it's because our brains are wired to like find novelty attractive and and exciting and and exciting yeah exactly so and again I I like what you said about you know if, if I think once you genuinely love another person it's about just it's a choice commitment to a specific person is a choice and you have to just choose is this the person that I want to commit to you know yeah do I love who they are enough um for them for that to make me happy I think so what I the scenario that I had with my ex which kind of reminds me of what you're describing (laughs) but again I I don't (laughs) want to project anything onto you because it could be very much that it's just that it's a situation like the one that car is in but I just wanted to give you my, I guess, my experience, just in, in case anything of it resonates with you. I was together with my ex for three and a half years. And I obviously was attracted to him and everything, but I definitely could feel myself like, yeah, I feel like falling out of a, attraction is a, is a good way to put it. And I think for me 
it reflected itself in bigger ways you know I I do think like wanting to be intimate or seeking the other person's company or you know I feel like it doesn't have to be just sex you know it's even just like craving the other person's touch etc like I do think that those are important elements of a relationship because that's what at the end of the day separates you from like just being a friend friends and I feel like I definitely stopped feeling or wanting those things at towards the end of the relationship and I really struggled with that as well um and I also felt I I think it's interesting because you said it's completely normal that it's stressing you out because I feel like it's a thing of like you care so much for that person you don't want to fall out of anything with them like you want it to just stay happy and lovely yeah also there's such limited like no one freaking talks about yeah once you've been in a relationship for that long when it does feel different, you know, all we, all we, I talk about this all the time, all we see in, like, the movies and the books we read is, like, that initial exciting thing, so, like, it's so normal to be questioning it, because we have, like, no experience, or, like, no one to talk to about it, to, like, understand if that feeling is, like, normal or not, you know, it's something you're kind of having to figure out by yourself. Yeah. It's not fun. I know that at least for me, yeah, again, I think it's interesting about, like, you say I still have a lot of love for him, you're yeah, not you saying in you're him? in love or that you love yeah. him. And I think that is a key distinction because I think you can have a lot of yeah. love stuff for someone even if you've already broken up with them or even if you feel like the relationship ends or has kind of ended already even yeah. though maybe it's not official, you know? I don't think those two things are exclusive, you know? So no, yeah. I think it's maybe yeah, worth your thi- word like think about your wording that yeah. you use and like why you said it that way. Yeah. I and also don't discredit the impact that the pill can have on you because I've literally had a friend whose mother was on the was off like didn't take the pill. She took the pill for a bit and it literally made her like unattracted to her husband. So she had to like stop taking the pill and then she was like back attracted to him because obviously it like impacts your hormones and your hormones impact who you're attracted to, etc. So, you know, if you've only been on the pill with your boyfriend and then you've just gone off it, it definitely will change how you view him. So I think definitely that will have potentially something to do with it. It, What I at least felt like when I was off the pill, I just felt a little bit more like myself. Like, I feel like it almost brought me back home to to me. So it could be your body giving you a bit of a sign, like this is maybe not the person that like you feel that attraction towards I'm kind yeah. of playing devil's advocate it, it could be that like you're still together in 10 years and you're gonna be happy and have lots of babies <laughs> together but I'm just saying that there's nothing inherently wrong with following that gut instinct of you just not having that attraction for the other person anymore yeah it doesn't mean that you're superficial like or or that you're only caring about that aspect I think a relationship is also about feeling, I don't know, I feel like attraction is a, is a big word, you know, like you want to look at your partner and think that they're beautiful inside and out, you know? Yeah. Obviously you see the good and the bad, the ugly in a, in a long-term relationship and that's completely normal. But, you know, you, at least in, in my eyes, like even when I, for example, when I hear my parents speak and my dad always says like, oh, you know, every year he's like oh my mother gets more beautiful or like you know like I feel like that's that's what I want to feel you know I want and maybe that's me growing up with like a very hopelessly romantic view as well but 
I don't think that's too much to strive for, you know? To... No, I think everyone should strive for that. So I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself either way, because it's a very, very stressful situation to be in. Honestly, like I feel like you feel so bad when you're, when you feel that way yeah. towards someone that like you have so much love for, and like you've, you've... especially if like nothing in the relationship is actually yeah. going like, and he's it, not like, done anything um, wrong or different. Yeah, which makes a yeah. That's where probably the guilt comes in of like, why am I yeah. thinking these things? Why am I questioning it? But and it's the, completely like natural. You're also saying um, we don't see each other as often anymore that was what I was gonna mention it's like I think even after the lust is gone like I'm thinking of like Ed and I like if we're away from each other from one day we five years later we still feel like we're you know something's wrong you know we have to be with each other and like I always want to be spending as much as I enjoy the days apart because it makes me miss being with him and stuff but like it when I'm home and like when I'm truly myself it's like when I'm with him you know so I think that is a key thing like if you don't mind not seeing him and like you're not you know thinking of like oh you know I I really want to spend this evening with him or I really want to whatever then that's also something else it's like because that's the person that if you're believing in this whole like monogamy is committing someone for the rest of your life if that is the, the way that you're viewing this relationship then that is someone that you know you will be spending the rest of your life with so if you're if you right now like are not really like feeling that desire to meet up with them then that's obviously something to be questioning as yeah because well. again I've, I definitely not only in my extra relationship but even when I just found like dating things like fizzle to an end is like when I just didn't yeah. really want to see them and I'm kind of like glad if plans are cancelled or yeah. you know secretly hoping for like me to be busy or I yeah. just much rather have a night to myself and I definitely think that's a that's a sign you know I yeah. just I think you know deep down what it is you need to do and what you feel for him whatever that is and like maybe because obviously we've kind of like given different viewpoints right so maybe think about like what did you feel yourself instinctively being happier to receive as an advice you know (laughs) yeah because I think sometimes you you ask questions because you want a specific answer to almost validate your feelings <laughs> yeah or like, so, maybe, so, th- so this is probably the best situation where like we've given you kind of two situations and like which one did you which one did you gravitate to yeah like, which okay, one did, yeah, that is which one resonated with you more and yeah. made you feel a bit more like oh yeah I, I you know either yeah I could I can work with this and and this is just a normal process and it will it will grow and change as our relationship will over the next few years or is it more like oh actually this is probably a sign that I should evaluate our relationship. And, yeah, you know, so, yeah. Please, again, can you all please just update us? This Let is us just know, a blanket statement for all of these that we answer because... <laughs> this is what's annoying with, like, We're now episodes. very invested. We only, get, we only get a little snip and we get so invested. Maybe, um, I, I've seen another podcast that I follow do this, so if you have an update for us, just start your message with, like, Update. update you know in the in the first part so we know when we're opening that yeah. we can like look for those specific messages that's something we could do as well those like for everyone else that's listening as well that want to hear updates it's like yeah do exactly a, we can read them like, out like updated episode yes yeah. please <laughs> i think we have time for one more question okay we don't really but we do have time for one more question one more question <laughs> Okay, so, are you ready, Kara? <laughs> yes. 
I have an office crush. It's nice, but at the same time, I'm not ready for that bumpy, quote-unquote, crush life right ahead. How can I enjoy having a crush, but at the same time, establish boundaries? It's so hard. He gives me attention, but I don't want to get too carried away. Mm. My one advice for office office crushes is don't do it. (laughs) 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 Like, don't let it progress into anything else. I think it's so, like, it's so hard to work with... To be, you know, like, um, colleagues, whatever, it turning into a relationship because it's you end up working with that person. So let's say it goes sour or, like, it doesn't work out and stuff. I feel like it just makes that environment so awkward. But obviously, you know, if, it, if it's an undeniable connection and, like, you really just feel like you get on with someone. I feel like most people, a lot of people anyways, meet at the workplace. Like, it is one of those places yeah. where you do meet someone. Um, but truly question, like, is do you think it's just, like, a, a crush or is it, like, genuinely... Is it more exciting because it's at work? It's the same thing as like you fancy your teacher just because he's like a teacher and like not ugly. You know, it's never, it shouldn't (laughs) actually happen. (laughs) It's yeah, it's like forbidden type of love or like forbidden attraction is automatically like more exciting, more attractive. Um, I've definitely had an experience with office crush and I I I think everyone has. Yeah, I feel genuinely everyone. I feel conflicted about it. Because in my, I often think, I, th- I think that about like dating in most cases or having crushes, like actually just having the crush is probably the most exciting time of it all. <laughs> I literally so... like to TikTok about this <laughs> a week ago where it's like, don't, don't tell me that anything more than a crush is actually better than just <laughs> that feeling you get when you're first crushing on someone. So um, yeah, I feel like try and stretch it out as long as you can. Try and stay surface level, crush level, emotionally invested because that is real fun and that will make li- like that will make your work real fun and like going to the office and like getting excited and like picking out your outfit, thinking of like, oh my God, am I going to see him at the, at the coffee machine yeah. today? And like... Because it- also feeling like having a crush and stuff, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't really happen that often where like you're genuinely crushing on someone. No, it's so, yeah, so like, exciting in- when it happens. Enjoy it when it does happen because yeah. it is quite like fun and stuff. And I feel like even, um, so this is, I think my only real experience after my office crush was crushing on Marco on holiday. And I feel like why it was so fun is because I genuinely let myself just like feel the crush emotions. And it's just, yeah. sometimes I feel like you just have to give yourself permission to... Yeah, to flirt a little bit, to, to have fun. Obviously, work is a bit of a tricky situation. In my scenario, I definitely felt this connection and I ended up actually exploring it and going there. It didn't end in the best way. Now That's just the bit that it's like, is it worth it? You know, when you when you when it does end badly, it makes you question like Exactly. And I mean Especially when if you want to work at that place, you know, <laughs> and you kinda have to see them every single day. It's yeah. a bit awkward. So I mean, it also depends. How long are you gonna plan on working at this place? <laughs> are you planning on leaving in the next couple of months? Then for that's sure. Go the, for it. That's that's the one advice is like if you know they're leaving or <laughs> yeah, you're or leaving, leaving, then just have have the best time of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because you know it's not something that you're just going to have to like awkwardly deal with. Kiss him on, on your or his or her leaving do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, but also, you know, looking back, I, I still don't regret actually going there. Because I do feel like one of the worst feelings in life is, is what if. And yeah. if you're single, you have a crush, you're enjoying their attention. 
and at one point you just feel like okay this has like gotten to the point we've like stretched the crush so thin it, it you know something has to happen now the tension is too much and then if you're both <laughs> feeling that way then like why not like okay worst case like in my scenario it doesn't go well maybe it's a little bit awkward for like the next couple of weeks but like you're adults you can talk about it that's the thing like you'd hope that you'd both be mature enough to be like yeah. okay it didn't work out it wasn't what we expected but like we're gonna have to see each other every day so we might as well make it the yeah. best situation you know like be civil you know be friends yeah um and it might surprise you like how mature people can be in yeah those situations actually and in my scenario it turned out being fine you know like I don't regret it because I I think that sometimes you have to you have to just get swept up in the emotions and and what you're feeling because that's also like how you learn and stuff so it's also like you don't like reprieve yourself of it and be like no reprieve not the right word deprive whatever um (laughs) then on the other hand I mean yeah just a warning that it can I mean I for example have heard of a situation where like a a friend of ours they were having like a thing with someone at their office he ended it and she got so upset that she went to HR and reported him for like alleged abuse not abuse but like at I guess like misconduct or or whatever like crossing boundaries which is what she was um which is what was mentioned on the message as well. It's like, how do we not cross boundaries? Which is the tricky thing as well. Because also, like you said, like someone can go and say something and it's like... Yeah. That's something I'm still trying to navigate at work as well. Is like, what can you do for on a friendship level versus like what is actually work? You know, yeah. I think that's something that you kind of just have to figure out. Yeah, because things and- are more serious in a work scenario. Like you can't just be like... I remember I had a manager who used to just like, pick people up a lot of the time like even if we were like on the dance floor or something like that and I never took it in a specific way but I've since heard that you know like potentially some people weren't that happy about it or something yeah. you know and it doesn't mean that like there's even any if bad the inten- intentions behind it yeah that's the thing though but like even if the intentions were good yeah someone can get someone can feel uncomfortable and like exactly then in a work scenario you don't want it to ever reflect yeah. badly on you as a professional yeah you know? so I feel like enjoy the crush. Maybe just just don't force it to go anywhere. You know, maybe don't seek it to don't seek that it crosses the boundaries if that makes sense. Don't go yeah. looking for trouble. If you get what I mean. <laughs> also just know that like chances are once once you do cross that line whatever it will fit like that that crush yeah. feeling goes away and it kind of fizzles. So just think like that's probably the reality of what it's going to be after. So you have to really think that if you are going to cross that line, just know that, you know, that's yeah. likely what's going to happen. And you have to do, think, is that worth it? <laughs> but have fun. Enjoy the feeling of, like, being wanted. Get carried away a little bit. Like, yeah. Enjoy the feeling you know. of, like, being attracted to someone, them being attracted to you, yeah. you know, like, you being excited to see them, them, them being excited to, you know, notice you in the office or things like that. Like, it, it's cute, it's fun. But yeah, don't get too carried away. Yeah, or just be clear about what are your own boundaries, you know? I mean, sometimes you can be clear about your own boundaries and then you cross them anyways. But (laughs) it's good to at least, like, establish them. You know, like, for example, if your boundary is you're okay with flirting, like, you know, having maybe some flirty bands or, like, um, maybe at an office drinks, like, having some talks, but you, for example, wouldn't want to be in a in a situation where you're too long alone with him or you wouldn't want to be dancing with him at a at a work do or you wouldn't want to message him too much outside of work like and then those are just things where you know after a certain point okay 
I'm standing outside in the smoking area with him a little bit too long. I think I'm just gonna think of an excuse and, and go inside now to just, you still have that fun interaction, but you know, if I stayed here longer, maybe something would happen yeah, that you don't want to happen. So I'm gonna go. Um, um, I just love how this advice went from like, don't do it, do it, but only do it a little <laughs> bit. Don't cross the line. Maybe cross the line. <laughs> you know what? Go for it, but like, don't go for it too much. We've given like every single... <laughs> Wow, we're actually really bad at this. <laughs> We've we're just, just really covering our backs it. here. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, whatever you do, we said it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's difficult though, because I just, I think office crush is just It's just difficult. so dependent as well. on the. What is yeah. our conclusive advice? That's how I started every answer to this. It's yeah. tricky. It's What's so our tricky. conclusive advice? Enjoy it. Yeah. Think about your boundaries. Don't think about your boundaries. If you're not comfortable with it crossing boundaries and like put your foot down, don't let it cross any boundaries. Um, also, the one thing I'll say as well is like, and we've spoken about this before, is that is that when you're in a work setting and like people start to notice yeah. these, these things as well, that's another thing that you have to think of is like, do you want be to perceived be perceived in a specific way or talked about? Perceived in that way or like for people to have those conversations and, and stuff when when you actually do want to be seen yeah. in a professional sense. And they sense, will you know? talk because um, there's nothing more fun they will than talk. gossiping in an office when there's otherwise nothing interesting going on apart from work. Preach. There's nothing the more truth. scandalous or juicy annoying. or interesting than an office relationship or flirtationship, especially if you're not a part of it. Yeah. And also if it's even if nothing yeah. exists, people will make yeah. up stories. So just know that like yeah, it's that's one thing that might come with it as well if people start yeah. to notice. Um and is that something you really Exactly. Want? How important um, is your career at the specific office to you and maintaining a specific level of professionalism? Also, what position is he in? Is he a lot more senior than you? In that case, would not recommend. And in that case, I scratch all of no. our other advice. This advice, okay, caveat, this advice only applies if he's the same level as you. Oh, yeah, or in the company and, like, in a completely different yeah. team, not someone you associate with on, like, a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either, yeah. If, okay, if you're managing him or if he's your manager, no. It's a no. Or if you're both, like, at the same role... Um, and, like, you both want the next uh, promotion, is, you know, like, that is so tricky. No, no, no that's the plot of this book, of that book. What is it? Oh, uh, The Hating Game. The Hating Game, that's it. To be fair, they, they end up being in oh, love, is it? so. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> um, who gets the promotion, though? But, yeah. De oh, who? She. In the book. I hope okay, that I haven't fine. spoiled it for people who are still <laughs> wanting to to read it. Still read it. <laughs> Lots of stuff happens. Good book. Um, so yeah, evaluate his situation. Also, is he married? I know that I don't want to be speaking about this, but it could be because people are often married in work scenarios or have girlfriends, etc. Um, and you definitely don't want to get tangled up in that. For sure, no. For sure, no. Um, I'm assuming you don't, you are not in a relationship because you don't mention it. So I, all of this advice <laughs> assumes you're single. <laughs> um, <laughs> But for him, we don't know. Do you know? Another question. No, do I know? I'm asking. I don't know. I'm asking this person. Do you know? What is his okay. relationship status? Do you know? Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much covered it. Let us know. <laughs> we need to know. <laughs>
think we've rambled enough. I've missed this. I feel like Leo and I haven't sat together in like I know. an episode in a while. I don't know why. It's actually been a couple of weeks, I yeah. think. So this feels fun. Because also the last episode we recorded was in person, but it was like a very much like, <gasps> it was the one after our um, podcast event. But that was very Have different. Have not done one since then? I don't think so. <gasps> That's odd. I feel like we did. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> we must have. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, no, we did the Is Clubbing Fun episode. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was wrong. <laughs> did you drop this? It's your brain. <laughs> True, I forgot. <laughs> okay i was like i was like i'm pretty sure i've like edited something (laughs) since then (laughs) okay i take it all back if you've made it this far an hour and 25 minutes oh lord thank you so much (laughs) we appreciate you we appreciate you Um, very much thank you to everyone who submitted advice questions we actually have some more and we might do a part three let us know we will definitely do more because yeah because episode content (laughs) no but honestly these are so fun for us to do and also yeah basically it's just fun to be honest and so like a very even yeah even if we didn't respond to your question i feel like these questions are very relatable so like you'll take something into it hopefully yeah and knowing that we'll we'll do another one feel free to like submit any other just like dm us other advice cues or or situations that you want our strange and various takes on we'll probably go through each and every potential advice scenario that we could possibly give (laughs) probably be completely unhelpful but you know here we are and different points of view you know leo and i although we're you know although most of the time we have the same thoughts sometimes we don't so that would be good good statement (laughs) although although we were we are very same same always sometimes we're different (laughs) we definitely we have like different experiences a few that, things that, are different yeah that yeah, shape so. how we give advice so anyways so with that okay we're gonna say goodbye thanks guys thank you we'll speak to you next week yes and also watch our vlog on youtube if you haven't already we uploaded one about the day that we had in our book club event which was fun have i already said that on my last mm. on the last episode yeah okay i'm gonna take that out then okay no say it again <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Watch our YouTube video. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment below. Write us five stars on, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Um, we love you very much. And love you. Message us. And okay, bye. 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 <laughs>